Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of According to Jason podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the NFC playoff picture from last year and my predictions uh, as to how they're going to play this upcoming year. I'm going to talk about the six teams that made the playoffs last year and uh, another seventh team because, as many of you may know, they added another team to the playoff picture. So uh, the Rams would have made the playoffs in this new playoff scenario, so I might as well talk about them as well. So I'll be talking about the six playoff teams plus the Rams. Um, It'll be a short episode today, just me. Uh, Thanks for listening. Let's get right into it. Uh, So first off, we're going to be talking about the San Francisco 49ers. So it's week three, and literally everyone on that roster is gone. They beat beat the Jets with some fourth stringers. If the the NFL had a G League, they'd be pulling up players from the G League. Um, Garoppolo's gone. Oh, man. Mostert is gone for a couple of weeks. Those guys are gone for a couple of weeks. Bosa and uh, I think it was Solomon Thomas that are both out for the rest of the year. Yeah, completely decimated by injuries. And the New York turf might be the suspect. But uh, last year they went 13-3 and and clinched the number one seed in the NFL, or in, I guess, the NFC Conference. Um, they went 13-3. and and with this depleted roster, I could see seven or eight wins. I was thinking a playoff team. I was thinking a very similar to last year, maybe 12, 13 wins again. But because of all these injuries, I could see their team plummeting to about eight wins. I'll go with eight wins. And uh, possibly competing for the last playoff spot. At uh, the second seed, we had the Green Bay Packers. So lots of promise for the Green Bay Packers after Aaron Rodgers came back looking like he wants to go on a revenge tour last year. And they went 13-3 and as well, and they had the second seed. Um, <clears throat> they went undefeated in their division, and they had a pretty good year last year. Aaron Rodgers was, uh, looked like he had salvaged uh, <clears throat> the last few seasons, you know, fixed it up a little bit. And uh, heading into the 2020 NFL draft, everyone was thinking, uh, you know, oh yeah, the Green Bay Packers, they're going to, what are they going to do? Are they going to get a cool new skill position for Rodgers to throw to? Are they going to get a young, hot-shot defensive player to bolster the defense, have some good future on that end? No. They decided, with the 24th pick in the NFL draft, to pick a power move. They picked a power move. They picked another quarterback in Jordan Love out of Utah State. Not even really that good to be a first-round pick, but uh, really just... Uh, a power move from the head coach of the Packers to uh, kind of put Rodgers in his place. And now Aaron Rodgers is even more angry than he was last year. And so far, the Packers are undefeated and have, I think they've scored at least 40 points in their last two games. So Rodgers is on a revenge tour right now and trying to prove to his head coach that he's still worth it, even at his age. At number three, another 13-3 and team. Um, is New Or New Orleans Saints, and I just forgot I need to pick a Packers uh, record. Uh, I think the Packers could do between 11 and 12 wins, a very similar record to last year. Uh, but anyways, at the third seed was the New Orleans Saints, who also went 13-3. Um, <clears throat> they had a pretty sloppy game against the Las Vegas Raiders, but I still think that you know they've got a very similar team. I mean, Michael Thomas is out for the year, but. Uh, I mean, he's only really good at catching five-yard slants, so it's, I mean, whatever. We've shown in the past 
that even Drew Brees in his older age doesn't really need a whole bunch of receivers in order to succeed. He's still fantastic QB. Even if he had a sloppy game uh, against the Raiders last week, I still think that the Saints are still just as good as they were and uh, really itching to make a deep playoff run. I could see a very similar record that, uh, this year than they had last year. Um, at the fourth seed, we had the Seattle Seahawks, who went 11-5 and last year. And um, their their roster stayed very much the same, well, with a few exceptions. Uh, they added Jamal Adams from the Jets, and that's a really good addition to the defense. They stopped the Patriots at home, and that was a fantastic win for the Seahawks. And uh, so far, they're looking really good. I think they could have an improved uh, season compared to last year, and I think that they could be, tend- be potentially uh, competing for that number one spot in the NFC, taking that 49ers spot as the 49ers will likely plummet out of the playoff picture uh, this coming year. The Minnesota Vikings, uh, I think they're, they're just waiting for their team to click on offense. Um, they're now 0-2. They had a sloppy game against Indianapolis. Kirk Cousins threw three interceptions, but uh, they added Yannick Ngakwe from the Jaguars. They added players. I mean, they lost Stephon Diggs, and that sucks, but they have a very... Uh, they have a different team go- coming into this uh, next season. But I think that they've added a couple of really good pieces that could help them uh, win now. And I think that they just need to click. I think that they um, they really just got to click uh, on offense with uh, Kirk Cousins, really got to um, work together to make sure, you know, their strengths, their weaknesses, and, you know, they could have a very similar year to last year if they just, you know, work together. And, yeah, that's all I have to say. Um at the number six, the final playoff spot from last year is the Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz is getting pummeled behind the line of scrimmage. And uh, Carson Wentz is a talented player, but he doesn't have any real receivers. He doesn't, he doesn't have any bright, shiny new toys to uh, you know, to throw to. They were going to take a C.D. Lamb. Uh, you know, they were going to take a top-wide receiver, but uh, the Cowboys took him just so the Eagles couldn't have him. And uh, they need players for Carson Wentz to throw to, and their offensive line is getting old. Um, you know, it's still got some good names on it, but uh, they really ought to fix that, I think, um, or they're going to be really screwed in the future. Uh, other than that, I think that they could go uh, potentially eight wins. They've been they've been teetering between barely being a playoff team and not being a playoff team for a couple of years now after that Super Bowl win, uh, so I'd, I'd say eight Seven wins around that. And uh, the seventh team, the Los Angeles Rams, who were eliminated from the playoff picture despite having the same record as the Philadelphia Eagles at 9-7. and seven. They're looking to have a bounce-back year this year. Um, looking pretty good in these first two games. I mean, they they'd ended up playing some pretty weak opponents uh, those first two games. But uh, I think that Sean McVay has proven that he's a really good head coach. He's uh, had a winning record in all of his years in... in uh, Los Angeles, and uh, including this last year, and uh, you know it really it was a real struggle. And the Rams are going to have to run their running backs by committee because Todd Gurley is gone uh, after some injury struggles, so they're going to be running their running backs by committee. Uh, but um, Tyler Higby's looking like a really good tight end. Cooper Cup's solid wide receiver as always, and Jared Goff's looking to just improve on the last few years, and uh, he's been doing that. He's been steadily improving year after year. Uh, in his completion percentage or his, you know, limiting the interceptions or just being able to get the ball to his receivers on time, uh, just been able to improve most most years, year after year. 
Um, and like I said, uh, in past episodes, um, you know, when it was the de- when the defensive player of the year, when I was talking about that for the NFL and Aaron Donald came up, his name came up so many times. And I think, oh man, no one can stop Aaron Donald. Okay. Uh, you know, they've got Jalen Ramsey in the corner as a corner. So, you know, you have that to cover their best wide receiver. And, uh, you know, if the ball doesn't get batted away by Jalen Ramsey, then, uh, Aaron Donald will already have, already be at the quarterback. He's going to get those easy sacks. He's going to get those knockdowns. He's going to hit those running backs. Those, uh, he, he can hit everyone. He can get everyone on the field. He's just a fantastic player, big beast of a man and an athlete. And that's all I have to say about the Rams. And, it's not an according to Jason football episode if I don't talk about the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Um, I'll talk about the Cowboys. I think that the Rams could improve upon that last season, have a much better season than they did last year. But uh, the ninth seed last year, the Dallas Cowboys that were knocked out of the playoffs, I really don't want to watch them succeed. But after that comeback win against the Falcons, because the Falcons were so stupid, um, you know, lots of Cowboys fans are thinking that they're going to the Super Bowl, but they had a very easy, winnable game against the Rams in week one that they should have won. And you can say that they were robbed and that it was pass interference on, <clears throat> on Jalen Ramsey on that last play of the game, but you can't get robbed from a game if you play the first three quarters like absolute garbage. So... They had two very winnable games against the Falcons and the Rams. You know, the Rams who hadn't quite started clicking yet. And, um, yeah, and they're only one and one. Uh, Mike McCarthy, hopefully, you know, has reinvented his, has reinvented his game as the head coach, uh, with the Packers. You know, he had kind of fallen into this complacency where he, um, you know, he thought his job was secure. So he, had conservative play calling and then he had Aaron Rodgers bail him out at the last minute and hopefully he's really adjusted that and uh could be uh an above average hopefully average coach for the Cowboys much better than the clapper Jason Garrett uh Dak Prescott Ezekiel Elliott as always super solid Amari Cooper um CD Lamb their young wide receiver um unfortunately uh Clayton Van Der Esch is injured um on that defensive end but um you know, hopefully the defense can hold up long enough for the Cowboys to have an improved season. I don't want to watch the Cowboys win, so uh, I just hope and pray that they just lose and lose and lose and they get knocked out of the playoffs again because that's my favorite thing to watch. Uh, sorry, not sorry, Cowboys fans. That's all I have to say. So uh, thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to learn more about podcasts and uh, when they come out, and if you just want to see some memes or some NFL news and NFL NBA news, uh, you can check it out on my Instagram at according.jpodcast. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.